Listener Production. Big edition of Footy Talk Podcast for your Monday. We'll talk Geordie Dugowie and how many weeks he will be spending in Bali. We talk about the Blues and their implosion, the Bombers and are they final bound, plus some love for Stewie Jew. This is the Footy Talk Podcast coming up next. Footy Talk time for you Monday. As always, joining me, the wonderful, the fabulous, fresh from a ball on Saturday oh. night, Abby Holmes. Welcome. Oh, hello, hello. Good morning. Good morning. And, of course, to your left and to my right, the number one newsbreaker, the number Ooh. one banana, as he likes to number be called one. at the Herald Ooh. Sun. Mr. JZ Clark. Oh, hello, team. Uh, you do a magnificent job on Friday night, Abby, of course. Thank you. But I did fall asleep uh, midway through the third quarter. Tough task. It was oh, it was a tough one, wasn't it? Yeah. On what? The Blues had two goals to half time. Thankfully, Harry yep. Mackay, though. So mm. it was good to see him pop up and kick a few snags and clunk a few. He had great hands, but yeah, a pretty boring game of footy on Friday. There were some great games of footy and there were some pretty average games of footy across mm. the weekend. The first of the bye weekends. Mm. The biggest story out of the weekend, though, came from the Collingwood v West Coast game. Yep. Nothing to do with actually the scoreline. We got what we expected. West Coast competitive. The Pies then dominated after that. Yep. Geordie Dugowie. Yes. A polarising figure, I think it's safe to say, in the competition in terms of some of his off-field discretions and always gets attention. Yep. Well... This is an on-field discretion now after it seemed like he was going so well and getting yep. everything right. Yep. He's now gone and wobby-gong someone and he's looking at three to four weeks. Yeah, four matches, I reckon, for his bump on Elijah Hewitt. Very similar to the Tom Stewart, Dion Prestia uh, hit is, from last season. Is it's, that a bit of a long bow? I, no. I how is it not exactly the same? Well, Maybe it's Stewart was, was a bit lot later. later and came yeah. from a lot further away. Geordie was in the play. Yeah, still hits him in the head. I went McAdam uh, against Jacob Wurr from... Round one, Sh- uh, Shane McAdam. Yes, he was well past the. Went past though. the ball. That yep. was, and he got three. Yep. Mm. My question is, what does Jordan Dugowie do with his time off? Right? Does he sort of get the sads? Does he, you know, get a bit frustrated? Does he have a few beers, or does he use this to have the best month of training off the track? Does he use it to absolutely drive him? and then to get set for finals, where he can yeah. continue this form. A month out is a long time to be. Twiddling your thumbs, if you know what I mean. Well, three I weeks is a month with the bye. With the bye. Yep. Four becomes five. Yep. So I think Geordie Dugowie has really come of age, though, and yep. I think he's going to head down, knuckle in to, yeah, coming back after his band in, yep. in the best possible you know, physical, mental shape that he possibly can because I've really enjoyed what he's done this year. I think the relationship that he very clearly has with the players yep. and Fly in particular um, has absolutely shone through in 2023. So I really think that he, he's grown up yep. um, and, yeah, will come out firing I again. I couldn't agree more. I think yep. if this was a year ago, we'd be concerned, concerned. as to, okay, well, yep. maybe he will kick the cat for a little bit and be disappointed and, no. and not really sure if he'll put the month to the best use possible. I yep. think he's evolved now as not just a player but as as a person, matured. you can see that he has matured, mm. and yep. the couple of kicks up the backside he got last year in terms of the Bali, the New York mm. incident as well. It seems like he had it all going, which is fantastic. All going well off field, which is translating to unbelievable football on field. Comparable to Marcus Bontempelli, the Ooh, season he's had. I like it. Bontempelli having a couple more tackles and a few more contested possessions a game. But everything else, very comparable. So I think it's the same as Abs. I think he's grown up. Yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if he does get out of Melbourne for a little bit. Mm. Take him up somewhere sunny. Give him a, send him up there with a coach. Yep. And go and do a training block up there out of the, Ooh, like the limelight for a little bit mm. and then come back with a couple of weeks yeah, to serve and rip in. What about the suggestion that it's a weak act or a dog act or that sort of stuff? No, that's no. that's sensationalising that. Yep. Jordan Dugowie is a fair, 
hard player. Yep. He's not weak. He's not a sniper. He's not a sniper. No. He's proven that over a long time. Uh, that was uh, more sensationalised comments to get clicks and what, to have us discussing it again. What did we think of Dom Sheed's comments post-game? Oh, that's a great question because what happened to the code? What happened to the player's, the player's code? code? I thought we Don't fly the flag after the game, Dom, and not do it on game day. Oh, I like yep. it. If you want to talk Oof. about what's weak, words are weak, actions are strong. And I couldn't have been less impressed with the response of what West Coast did at the time. And we yep. know it's not 1970 and you can't come yep. in and then pick Geordie to go off at the square. Yep. But if someone at that football club and any sort of leader was there, saw it, if they didn't, somebody has to come in and fly the flag and remonstrate. We yep. saw Sydney go after Nick Dacos. The mm. entire yeah. team came at them. This is a young kid who's been clipped. Yep. Fourth game. Fourth game, and they just... They didn't do anything. They went on with it, and that's why they are where they are as a football club. But what about Dom coming out and saying that he should get a month or two? Like, I thought you guys used to look after each other. Yeah, well, is we, that, isn't we did definitely used to look after each code. other. I remember when Bernie Vince cleaned me up in front of the MCC members, and yes. I went into... Uh, the medical report was, no, he's completely fine. He didn't get me high. I couldn't see straight for a month. <laughs> I remember playing the next weekend and started crying sort of three-quarter time. Just got all these emotions coming over me out on the ground. Um, so... So that's probably a good thing, but yep. I I didn't like that. I like a no. lot of things, and I will stick up for players. Yep. yep. But when players are going after each other, and he's not remonstrating it at the time, mm. if he had gone and flown the flag, well, then I think you're well within your right to have that view. Mm. But don't sort of use your words rather than your actions. Yes. I think he tried to cover himself, though, didn't he, when he said we looked at it yeah. you know, afterwards. and yeah, that's He played a fantastic game. Oh, and well done to him on his milestone. Uh, so three or four? Uh, I think four. I think four matches and I think that's a um, – Three for me. Right. Three, three for me as well. Can I ask you about – just before we finish on Collingwood, so they play Melbourne King's birthday. Ooh, massive. massive. One of the biggest games of the year. If you haven't gone out and bought a beanie yet for do the it. MND, go and do yep. that. Available at Coles and or Bunnings or online. How do we assess the Brody Grundy trade now, half a season in? It was one of the bravest, boldest calls from Collingwood to offload. It's All-Australian, it's superstar Ruckman paying some of his salary. How do we feel like that is looking in hindsight? I know it's only half a season, but where do we, how do we feel I think like that sits? both teams would be relatively happy with yep. what they expected. Win-win. Collingwood were obviously trying to offload to get some players in. Yep. The question I had was what happens if in the first month if Cameron goes down? Which he did. And it's left to Mason Cox. Yep. And I thought that was honestly going to... And Cox gonna, went down too. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I thought if Mason Cox was your number one ruckman, this was going to be issues. Yep. Turned out that they've found a way to cover for all of them. Ash Johnson playing some time in there. Mm. And for the D's, Brody Grundy's been better than serviceable. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Max Gorn's gone out at times and Grundy's had to shoulder the load. Mm. Again, if they didn't have that, you know, where would that be with obviously Luke Jackson going across? Mm. I think both sides tick the box and go, we've both won here. That's what I was going to touch on is Maxi Gorn. He's got career low, I think, since 2017 in terms of his average disposals and mm. that kind of thing. But he doesn't have to step up and be that one yep. tall that takes every clunk down the line and gets back in defence and, and runs forward in attack because he does have that support. So mm. whilst we're talking about Max's personal numbers being low, he doesn't need to do what he was doing two years ago, three years ago, because he does have that added support of Grundy. And mm. I think he'd probably enjoy that mm. in terms of not having to go and get flogged back with the flight. Mm. We saw how sore he was to 
at the back end of last season, yeah. carrying the load because of that. So yep. I'm sure he'll be enjoying his time. The Bombers yep. become a big story after yesterday, after falling in against North wow. Melbourne. They certainly do. There's been no expectation around Essendon, has there, whatsoever. It's been a bit of a free hit this year. Being genius. Yes, the messaging being very clever, Brad Scott. You know, the long game, the long build. There's no short-term fixes here. We look at their run home, and I think we've already touched on this. Yes, they got it just fell over the line um, against the North Melbourne yesterday. You look at their run home. They West, play seven teams below them. West on the Coast times two still to come. Is that correct? One once, one more against West Coast, one more against North Melbourne. Ooh. I think. Oh, is it maybe two? Anyway, it's a, it's the easiest run home according to Champion data. Eight of those games are in Melbourne, um, and you think, geez, what an opportunity to win their first final in almost seven thousand <laughs> days. Well, they've it's, got to get there first. So Let's they need to win six of their yep. last eleven. Yes, as you said, with the easiest run home. Yep. So they're currently sitting in sixth position, which yep. Brad's got. Unbelievable. Who yep. would have thought that the Bombers would be sitting well and truly inside that top eight yep. um, after 12 rounds of footy? So, yeah, with that run home, yep. they look locked and loaded. That should it. be the expectation. Yep. Finals all bust from this point on, as you say, sixth on the ladder at the minute. There is a decent chasing pack, though, that game behind. Geelong, Adelaide, Fremantle and the Gold Coast Suns now have elevated themselves oh. into, again, mm. the position where the Suns. they are borderline on relevance. Yep. We talk a lot and they get a lot of relevance from doing bad things and us in the media and especially UJ wanting to sack their coach every third weekend. <laughs> Give him another 10 years, I say. You're loving it, Abs. <laughs> and it's it's correct, though, because it's so one-sided. If yeah. they're going like crap, we talk about Stewie Jew and he's, they start winning, we go, oh, we'll just give it another couple of weeks and they'll gas it and we can go back on the juice. <laughs> I love Stewie Jew. Yes, and give I him love, a pump up. This is your opportunity. I love this team. In, in terms of you've got Charlie Ballard doing yeah. great things in terms of your interceptor down back. You've got Lacocious kicking five, King kick three, and then this young midfield oh. group, oh, this yes. spine is unbelievable. And their mids are kicking goals. So Anderson had 28 disposals and two goals. Right. Rao had a relatively quiet game on the disposal front, but he hit the scoreboard. Humphrey signed a, another four-year contract extension. Mm. This kid is going to be unbelievable, and yep. I absolutely applaud him for showing so much confidence in this footy club and Stewie Jew. So he had 17 and two, eight score involvements and four clearances. So he remains a son till the end of 2027, I believe it is, Ooh. or maybe uh, 28? Yeah, 28. 28. Um, so what they're building there is very, very impressive, and now they sit one game off sixth spot, really, or seventh. Mm. Do they play finals? <laughs> It's, it's <laughs> and that's and that's what everybody this judges Gold Coast Suns on, isn't it? Because they if they don't now. play finals, yep. everybody says it's a fail. But for me and what they're doing this year, you can see the upward trajectory that this club is in. So the the sides that they're going to have to kick out is probably going to be the Western Bulldogs or Geelong, maybe St Kilda. Um, so yeah, there's still quality sides sitting inside the eight for them to leapfrog. The Blues, the Hawks, then the Pies, Port Adelaide, St Kilda. Giants, Lions, Crows. I'm not sure they make it. Mm. They've got North Melbourne in the last round of the year, which could mm. that be could be the, the, the deciding. I don't know that they get there, but um, credit to it's going to be interesting with Dimmer sitting on the shelf. You know what? What does he? What does he do if, if it's not at Gold Coast? What does Damien Hardwick do? For You're the next still of the months? opinion that he really wants to coach. I think he'll be back. Yeah, but it's this, just a matter this is, of when. This is the conversation we spoke about it last week, but this is the conversation this, that I hate. Yeah, disrespectful to it Stewie Jew. It is disrespectful to Stewie Jew, and I'm going to stamp my authority right like here. <laughs> Why are we having conversations yeah. about Damien Hardwick being well, the head coach well, again, of the Gold Coast and Suns? It's because at the moment, the talk around that is really the only thing that gives them relevance. Unless they continue to win and play a final, we there's nothing else to talk about. 
to keep them in I, the news cycle. I think club change is, is really interesting because you look at Essendon late last year when Ben Rutten had his contract and it was a really, like, there was a sense of pandemonium and, and, and craziness which gripped Essendon. They nuked half the football department, got rid of their contracted coach, took out half the board, a new president came in, they ripped the band-aid off, right? And now you look at Essendon now and it's like, well, these changes have set this club up under Brad Scott mm. to, to build this, you know, sustainable sort of potential finals build. So it's like you think at Carlton now, what do we do? Do we zig or we zag? Do we back in what we're doing or do we make these huge changes? And um, some clubs get it right and sometimes clubs get it wrong. But Essen is, an, a, is a, a good example of a club which really did blow the joint up mm. and it worked well. What will Gold Coast do with Stuart Dew? You think on the current trend, if they can keep this up, they'll be backing in their man regardless. And then Dimmer maybe is in the, in the media box well, for another year. He signed two years, didn't he, at the end of last year? Yeah, yep. he's got another yeah. one to go. So he's got another one to go. So yep. I absolutely think that we need to see that that play its course. I think that if Damien Hardwick's coming back to coaching, I'm not sure it's going to be a Melbourne club, but I think it... He loves the Gold Coast Dimmer, like just in terms of a who place. Who doesn't and in really terms of a, a lifestyle? From all reports, thoroughly enjoyed his time in the hub up there from a, a lifestyle point of view as well. So. What do you mean? No, no, I just enjoyed the fact that it's oh. not... 10 degrees and raining it's every day. It's like not grim. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> just like the sun. I'm not sure where you're going. You're going with a different angle. While we're doing comparisons, though, Dugowie and Bond I spoke about, yes. Matt Rowe will be the oh, next Joel Selwood. You like goodness. him? I am loving – he's yep. hard and tough and yep. becoming one of the toughest midfielders yep. in the competition. We love what he's doing. He's so innocent too. Yeah. He's so he innocent. He eats grass. He, he keeps, eats grass. He doesn't read into any of this, you know, mumbo-jumbo media stuff. Yep. He's just a young kid that loves playing footy. No, Pick we one. love that. Yeah. I think you take one, Matthew Rowe or Noah Anderson. Well, unfortunately, it is time for a break. So we can discuss that after the break as we talk about the Blues plus Jay-Z's top three headlines of the week. This is the Footy Talk Podcast. This is the Footy Talk Podcast, your daily dose of footy, the latest news, interviews and analysis from the world of AFL. Strong start, team. Really strong start. Mm. And we need to move on now to the Blues. Yes. You talked about clubs imploding and whether they make wholesale changes. The jungle drums were beating last week. Yep. And after what happened on Friday night in another pretty poor performance, six goals, eight was all that hit the scoreboard. They are getting louder and louder and there might be a marching band in behind them pretty shortly. Where's the disconnect? So Michael Voss made a concession after the game. He said, we're not good enough. And he Mm. said, oh, we're too safe in the first half. It was in the third quarter he started playing with this risk and and flair. So if that's the message from before the bounce... Riddle me this. What, why aren't they playing with more risk and flair from the for get-go? Four quarters, absolutely. What, is it because the message is not getting through? Is it because the you, teams are defending a certain way? Well, that's part of it. You've got to be good enough to move the ball through a great defence. Melbourne have a, arguably the best defence that we've seen over the last four seasons. So a capability So issue. the ability yeah. to say, right, we're going to take the game on with poor planning in and around that means you go out there and you look at something and go, well, yeah, I'd love to go through the corridor, but they've got three blokes. Yep. Mm. So maybe we have to march it along the wing, mm. shift their defence, try and switch it, then try and open up holes in the defence, mm. more movement, more chaos. But to simply just say we're going to play with more dare without serious planning in and around that, mm. th- that's what it looks like. Mm. It looks like, yes, go and do it, boys. Play with freedom. It's like, okay, well, we'd love to, but there's 20 blokes I have to get through, mm. or 18 blokes. 
an entire defence. We've got to spare down the line. There's Cozzy Pickett chasing me from behind. Uh, you can have it back. Like, but the frustrating thing is, is that we see it in patches with yeah. Carlton. So whilst they cannot do it consistently across four quarters, they look really, really good when they do just bite off that kick to the central corridor and they go quick and they try and get their Coleman medalists in one-on-one situations. So we see it, but we just don't see it enough. Yep. And then obviously their woes inside their forward 50. They are playing so tight though. Yeah. You can see oh, the, the, you can the see stress. the weight. Like, yep. And we've all seen it. We've all seen players under pressure. This is an entire football club now that look like they have the weight of the world, mm. the AFL Absolutely. world on their shoulders. Yep. And it's like, it's, it's good. It's good. It's good. Oh, here we yep. go again. And, and I don't know how you break that funk. Not only you know, in game, but in season, because mm. unless you're winning, it doesn't go away. Absolutely. So they have to find a way to get out of that as an entire football club. Three years ago, Adam Saad left Essendon. Yep. The joint was a basket case to go to Carlton. Which of these two clubs do you think are closer to a shot at a premiership? Which bus would you rather be driving? I'd as happily in... sit on the Carlton bus. Would you? Yeah. yeah. You got the faith? I've got the faith, but yeah. how that looks, whoever's driving it, and mm. I'm not in that sense meaning the coach, yep. but just in and around the entire football department. Yep. I think if they don't make finals again, that has to be looked at. And Change. I'm not sure how many internal reviews you can do before mm. you get it right. But at the minute, there's a lack of adaptability to any change. It's mm. we do this way and we come out and we don't score or we want to score, but we haven't scored. We've shown it for glimpses. We haven't done mm. it for long enough. And then what happens next week? The same thing. That's the thing. If If – your side's coming off the back of a loss. You want to see some tweaks and you want to see some changes and you want to see the playing group adjusting to what went wrong last week. But what we're seeing with Carlton is the same thing yeah. week in and week out. And which and is the definition of insanity. Absolutely. <laughs> it is. So we just we just need – and Michael Voss can come out and say we need to play with more dare mm. until the cows come home. But mm. until we actually see it, that's where I think people are going, what, what is happening? Mm. I hope this week – the Blues play yesterday. Yep. I oh, hope that, they get Stephen huge. Kernahan yep. down this week to give a speech. Mm. He gave us one and we think we knocked them off in the wet. Mm. And it was one of the more moving speeches. Give us a uh, it, just, just in terms of the hatred yeah. that he has for yep. the Essendon Football Club <laughs> yep. and what the rivalry meant to not only him mm. wearing the jumper, but what the jumper sort of meant as a broader sense in those games. Mm. And it was like, I think he did spine it the day before. Tingling. It was spine tingling. Mm. You're like, right. Mm. You know, this game is, and then he came in, we did beat them. And he mm. came in after the game and we all got around him. But he, that's the passion and the, you know, and again, it's, we thought this two weeks ago when they took on the pies, this mm. would be it. They'll come out, they'll belt the suitcase out of one of them to start the game. They'll get it going from there, manufacture a bit of it. Mm. It wasn't to be. So if the Blues, if Stephen Kernahan rings, mm. answer the bloody answer call the and get him down there. If not, we'll try and get him on this. The Tigs. Yes. We well, have to move on from the Blues, yep. the Tigs. Yep. It's Mini a great, that that great game. final up. quarter. Yep. As well, unbelievable to watch. And we saw Massimo D'Ambrosio yeah. yes. kick the yes. sealer for Essendon. What a cool name! What, yeah. a, what about Marlon Pickett? What about his uh, final finish? Here? That that kick around the corner oh. to set up a goal. Then he nailed the other one. Like for a bloke who made his name in that grand final yeah. with his first game. 
on debut. Dustin Martin what kicks it to him. What an incredible story. That was spy. That, I yeah. love that oh moment. Oh, my goodness. I thought yesterday that was the best thing I'd seen Marlon Pickett do yep. since yep. since that day. So absolutely credit to him and the Tigers. I thought it was a tough challenge for them up there at GWS, but they stood up and Mini McCall to get his first win. So they uh, they keep chugging along, not expecting them to make the eight, uh, the Tigers, of no. course. But it was a nice little um, nice little victory for them in uh, enemy territory. And what? Tim Taranto as well against player. his old side. What a player. He's having an unbelievable season. Would hands down be leading Richmond's yep. best and fairest. He had another 36 disposals yesterday. Hitting the scoreboard as well. Sheesh. He's been outstanding. Um, All Australian 40. Has to be. Yep. If he's not, that's uh, an indictment. And I don't – I would happily say that right now if you had to do this side, you could leave him out because you look at Dawson, Bontempelli, Oliver. Yep. Um, Petrarca. Petrarca, the yep. likes of this have been outstanding, but he's playing to an absolute elite level. Yep. Jack Rewalt too. He needs oh, to be yeah. acknowledged. Five goals in that side. Yep. For what he did, even his now slate, he made a blunder the other week in the game. They lost in the close one. Was it the Dogs? Mm-hmm. Toe poked the ball forward yeah. when he shouldn't have, should have held it in. They yep. went the other end and scored. Yep. Yesterday, massive moment in the middle, wet, slippery, clean as a handball. whistle, handball yep. straight up and away they went. And I think that resulted in the prestige goal maybe. Do you reckon Jack Rewalt just got himself another year? No. <laughs> Um, top three headlines, yes. Daisy. Right. To I would, put it simply. I don't want to be yeah. retiring champions because that's not the space I work in. No. But yes. For where they're going. But yes. good effort by him yesterday. Yes. Top three headlines. Yep. Right. Start off with. First one. Yes. I like it. Back to Bali. Jordan Ngoi goes to get some sun to revitalise himself with his month out. I'm with you. Uh, I think it's a great opportunity for Jordy to show his maturity <laughs> like back in the day. Bali. Did you back just to, call Bali? Back yeah. to Bali. He's going back to Bali. Why not go to Darwin or somewhere yeah, a bit somewhere, more local? Yeah. Because he can show that he's not going to get in trouble anymore. He can oh. do it and they can trust him and then he's a mature type. Darwin uh, can be days. a little bit looser than Bartley too, I reckon. That maybe Mitchell Street monsoon. I was thinking maybe Noosa, like a family <laughs> yeah, destination. Some nice style. weather. It's I know not it's not his style. style, but that's what we sort of want. He's going back we'll to give Bartley. you some freedom. Anyway. Um, second one, King's Ransom. So oh. does this? Does the Suns form, is this the right time for Gold Coast to shove a bit of paper, a contract under Ben King's nose with many, many zeros onto it and say, right, Ben, commit to us. Now this When's is the long, long next year, okay? Because you know that Richmond and Carlton, uh, Collingwood, etc., they're going to be all over him. Mm. I think this is the time for Gold Coast to try that approach, and hopefully Ben is feeling good enough about the club's future that he will potentially stay. Like Otherwise, mm. Nick Dacos and you see, what I did there with the, with the money and the time. Yeah, so. yeah. Lastly. What about this super stringer? So, yes, Massimo D'Ambrosio and Cole Langford kicked the two oh. match-winning goals for Essendon, but did you see the defensive efforts the from Jakey the Boyd? Follow-up tackle. The follow-up tackle. The smother and then the tackle. It was yes. a double defensive effort from Jakey Stringer. Which, so, let's be honest, yep. we don't see a lot of defensive not efforts his, from not Stringer. Not point. No. no. So, that was incredible. And it won the game for the Bombers. Yep. So, I'm sure in the match review meeting straight after, I reckon Brad Scott would have given the big forward a big hug and said, yeah. mate, you don't always have to kick goals from 60 or do the super special marks. Take the hangers. It's the team defensive stuff, and that is the hallmark of this new Essendon super stringer. You know stringer. what else is delicious? Vegas stringers. Oh, yeah. You know I the cheeses that you can, yeah, you get you for the kids. and Oh, delicious. Hey, team, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> well Love your work. That has been Footy Talk. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review or join the conversation. Tell us what your favourite episode has been. Tomorrow, it's Joey and Rui. Have yourselves a wonderful week. Listener.